Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The Hammer and Nigel Show. Hello, my name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there. We'll go straight to the drivehubler.com hotline and bring on Breitbart News Washington Bureau Chief Matt Boyle. Matt, how are you? Doing well. How are you guys? Doing excellent. Just got done watching your uh, sit-down interview with Donald Trump. You covered a variety of topics. I will say, as a side note, it made me laugh out loud when you asked him what he thought about Mitt Romney. He just looked at you and goes, well, he's a loser. <laughs> I, that's just, it was just, just, just pure Trump. Um, one of the things that fascinated me about that interview, and maybe you can expand on it a little bit, um, is his willingness to debate um i'm just reading a headline now trump won't sign the rnc loyalty pledge which could be a problem that's one of the things you have to sign if you want to get me get on these debates where was trump what your feeling on trump's mood about participating in these upcoming debates on fox news yeah, it sounds to me like so. The, since this interview, we taped this interview on July 27th. So um, since that interview, he's done. He's gone further. He's come out and said that he won't sign the RNC pledge, at least not now, um, which is one of the prerequisites for getting on the debate stage. He met and far exceeded beyond any other candidate all the other prerequisites prerequisites. So it's Trump's choice whether or not he wants to go through with it. But um, during our interview, I asked him about the whether or not he wants to go on the debate stage. And he talked about how, you know, he probably wouldn't be where he is today if it wasn't for the debates in 2015, 2016, both in the primary and the general. Uh, he understands that he uh, had a lot of great moments on the debate stage with uh, in, in the Republican primary. If you remember, only Rosie O'Donnell and then the later with Hillary yeah. uh, because he'd be in jail. But the yep. point is that uh, he also understands that he's significantly leading the Republican primary. So why would he give any of these people that are trailing him big time and are de- – uh, on the current trajectory destined to lose, like Governor DeSantis or Governor Christie or, uh, you know, uh, any of the other ones on the stage, uh, a shot at him. And so when he said that, uh, he also said that the people on the stage would be hostile people and that Fox News is a hostile network. Those are his words, mm. not mine. Um, so he understands that Fox News is out to get him and desperately trying to promote the failing DeSantis campaign. So um, I don't think he wants to elevate the platform any further beyond what it is. And, and also he understands that his presence would drive ratings through the roof. So why help Fox News, which he considers a hostile network? work because of its DeSantis promotion. Uh, it's getting absurd at this point, right? Like, I mean, every day, every day on every uh, uh, segment of Fox News, it's like they're promoting the DeSantis campaign. DeSantis has dropped so low in the polls now, he does not warrant daily coverage, right? Like, he, he is, yeah. he's as low as Chris Christie in several places. Um, uh, you know, I mean, look, you cover him when he's newsworthy, don't get me wrong, right? Like, he does something actually newsworthy, but he right. doesn't want the breathless coverage that Fox News, a hostile network to President Trump, is is giving him. So, President Trump understands that, and I think that uh, that that it's probably likely that he doesn't go to the debate. But he said he'll make a decision next week in an interview this week with Eric Bowling um, at Newsmax. Matt, you've obviously sat down with the guy you've covered him the last number of years i still feel like even if it's right before go time 
Donald Trump's ego, he wants to be there. I don't think he wants to just sit back and let people take shots at him and not be able to be there to respond. I think that's kind of who he is. Do you get that feeling, or do you think he's going to sit this thing out? I think he's going to probably end up sitting it out. There's a lot of special interests that are definitely lobbying him, right? Like Fox sent two top executives to go have dinner with him after our interview. Really? Um, yeah, they they sent their top people over to go meet with him and have dinner with him at Bedminster and try to convince him to go. I think the Republican National Committee, the RNC in Washington, they're desperately trying to get Trump to go. But I, I think that Trump is going to make the right call in the end here, which is that he's not going to go. And uh, he's going to see how this one shakes out. And look, there's enough other people on the stage who will probably defend him. And if anybody tries to take a serious shot at Trump that doesn't make any sense, that isn't legitimate, then uh, it's not going to end well for that. I mean, let's put it this way. If Ron DeSantis gets on that stage and just tries to excoriate Trump the whole night, the audience out there are Trump voters. If Trump is the, uh, the former president, all these people that are watching this and voting in this primary have voted for Trump in the past, uh, probably in 2016 and definitely in 2020. And the fact is, is that uh, uh, attacking Trump is not a way to win the Republican nomination, win those voters who are skeptical of these other people over. And and you're seeing that continue with the, the crash of the DeSantis campaign, right? Like, I mean, look, they had to lay off 40 people or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and now, uh, you know, their fundraising is drying up. They're, they're, uh, they, they had overinflated the money that when they reported it to the FEC the first time around, and now it's come out that they don't have as much. So what you're seeing here, I think is is that the strategy of these political consultants and the consultant class, these globalist type people, uh, desperately trying to stop Trump, uh, it's not working, right? Like, so what they, the the guy who's doing the best out there is Vivek. Ramaswamy yeah. and Vivek is running like the most pro-Trump campaign there is, right? Like <laughs> harder core Trump than Trump, right? Like and so like this DeSantis experiment isn't working out so well. The Christie thing is not working out so well. And then some of these other folks who are doing pretty well, like like Tim Scott and Nikki Haley. Um, the, Tim Scott's on the rise in Iowa. Nikki Haley's on the rise in South Carolina. There's polling in uh, South Carolina that shows Nikki in second now. DeSantis has dropped to third. But, what, what are they doing? They're focusing on the issues. Right. Like, so that's what people want. They want people that are going to focus on the issues and solve the problems. They don't want people that are thrown in with special counsel Jack Smith, like what you're seeing in the Biden deranged Justice Department, like you're seeing from Christie and DeSantis. Yeah, right? You and were so you were I interviewing that, you were interviewing Donald Trump when those new charges were added to one of those indictments. That was like breaking yes. news kind of while you were interviewing. It happened him, right? Minutes before it happened minutes before wow. the interview, minutes before the interview. We had no idea what was going to happen. Look, when I do these long form interviews on video i've done them with a number of different politicians it's the first time i've done this kind of a thing with trump i've done plenty of interviews with trump over the years but first time we've done like the long form on camera thing there's a lot of preparation that goes into it i have a big binder full of questions that i've spent weeks and months preparing right we've been talking to them for for a long time i talk to all sorts of different people before i do an interview like this and i've uh, you know they're all typed out and they're in this like nice binder and you could probably see it in some of the shots right like you see a binder i'm holding <laughs> And I bet you don't get to half of those questions. Right, but I don't get to half of them. But the but the thing is, it was like when the charges were added, I had to grab a pen from one of our producers in the room and hand write in a whole bunch of questions about the special counsel and stuff 
uh, and, and that was happening because that was happening in the moment. And it's like you can't interview the guy right after that happens and not ask about it, right? Like, so there was a lot of news that was happening that week, um, and it it, it, uh, it, it it was pretty wild to have to do that in the moment. But it was it also broke a lot of news. And look, uh, you know, to their credit, a lot of people across the establishment media from CNN to MSNBC even carried the parts of the interview. So good for them. I appreciate it. And so. and to, to in another point, Matt, we're speaking with uh, Breitbart Washington Bureau Chief Matt Boyle. I, I mean, it seems like the more indictments, the better for Donald Trump. I mean, I, I think it's a oh, disgrace. Absolutely. I think I, 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 I hate just what's going on with him right now in this country. It's an absolute weaponization of the justice system. It's, it's absolutely uh, election interference. But his poll numbers keep going through the roof um, the more these indictments come through. Yeah, the, this is a political winner for Trump. And if you look at what they just did today in the Justice Department in, in Delaware, they just made De, De Weiss, the, the U.S. attorney there, uh, now he's the special counsel on the Biden case and whatnot. And and so ultimately what you've got here is is uh, uh, the, the, the two-tier system of justice couldn't be starker and clearer and more vivid to the average American out there. If you are a Democrat, if you are a Biden family member, if you are connected to the Bidens and the Democrats – you get off scot-free. I mean, they're literally engaged in the biggest cover-up in history right now about the Biden family, the most corrupt president in American history. That's what President Trump told me about President Biden, most corrupt president in American history. Uh, they're, they're covering it all up. They're engaged in that right now. The, 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 the other big story that had been right before this interview was they were um, – uh, doing this, uh, pl- uh, the plea deal with Hunter Biden just blew up, and now apparently, they, because they can't get it resolved, yeah. now it's apparently headed to trial, and now they're making Weiss the, you know, the the, the Almighty Father, the son, the son of the Father, the Son, the Holy yep. Spirit. You are now a special <laughs> counsel, sir, right? Like so, he can go clean the whole thing up for the Joe B- for the Biden family in Delaware, right? Like so, th- this whole thing is corrupt as can be. Nobody can be trusted, and the only way to rectify this two tier system of justice is one way. It's elect Donald Trump again in November 2024. That's it. If that doesn't happen, we will not have an equal system of justice in America anymore. Matt, there's something about the Democrats, and it kills me to say this. Trust me, it does. I almost have to tip my hat to them, because they stick together. When they want to impeach Donald Trump, I'll be damned. They went through. They did their part. Now you've got all of this stuff going on with the Biden crime family, all roads leading through Hunter, ultimately to the big guy, and then make Weiss the same loser who had such a bad plea deal, the judge threw it out the first time. He gets these special powers, and there's nothing people can do about it. They're doing this right in front of your face, and this is why I almost have to tip my hat to them. I wish the Republican Party would be this united when it comes to things like this. Yeah, that's one of the things that President Trump said. I asked him about this. I asked him, what do you think about the fact that with all of this stuff, with the corruption and the personal problems with Joe Biden, right? Like, I mean, the guy can't even string a sentence together anymore. Yeah. Uh, and he keeps falling down every time, you know, he, he, he jokes about it and says he was sandbagged. But, I mean, it's serious, right? Like, there's real problems with him. Why is Liz Warren, Bernie Sanders, Gavin Newsom not running against him, et cetera? Uh, the Democrats fall in line and the Republicans don't. And President Trump was saying the Republicans need to learn from this. But 
the corruption we're seeing on the other side. I mean, it's like straight out of Boardwalk Empire or something. Right. right? It's like Nucky right. Thompson calling his buddy the attorney general and, <laughs> and moving the case over there to make sure that, uh, oh, yeah, we're not going to have a real prosecution. <laughs> this one, right? Like, we're going to stick the kid, the kid in the back room with it, you know, make sure he's well taken care of and uh, look the other way, right? But David Weiss is not going to do anything to the Biden family. We all know this, right? right? Like, it's, it's a, it, the only way to rectify this system is through the last line of defense for American democracy, for freedom, for justice, the American way, is the ballot box. That is the last line of defense. And the American people have to speak loudly and clearly next year. We've got to leave it right there with Matt Boyle. I encourage everybody to go to Breitbart and watch his uh, long-form interview with Donald Trump. Great job. Uh, you're welcome back anytime. One of the best. Washington Bureau Chief from Breitbart, Matt Boyle. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Yep. Thanks, guys.